Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well-lived in the most radiant way, and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is a story about a series of murders and disappearances that happened in the winter of 2000. Previously on a new winter, a shot rang out. The windscreen shattered and I shielded my eyes. As I opened them, I saw that in the back seat was Dubridge, with a hole in the centre of his head. This is episode 33 of A New Winter. Blood was pouring out of Dubridge's head and onto the back seat. I looked back into the road, but Sophia was gone. I didn't know what to do. I looked down at myself and it seemed I'd been spared, being drenched in his blood. I got out of the car. There was no one around. No one had seen me. And so I ran. I left the car there, running in the middle of the road, and sprinted off into the woods. My mind raced. Where should I go? Is Sophia after me? Should I try escaping the town? Once it was a safe distance, I took a breath and calmed myself back down. What Dubridge said about Graham's, about her being my sister. It couldn't be possible, could it? She must have known this entire time, right from the beginning. That's why they kept me close, maybe. That I've been able to stay away from the police because she's been trying to keep me safe from afar. I mean, why not just tell me? Why not just been honest about it? I mean, maybe... Well, maybe she felt like she couldn't trust me. I tried to think. Could I... Could I remember her? I wrapped my brains until I remembered. When I was escaping from Mr. Tooley with Dubridge, I had that vision. I had that vision of, of a family sitting at a table. In that house. Had I been there before? Was that my family? What about the other house and what I'd remembered there? Where was my true home? I ventured back towards that house where I had my vision, but the light was fading, so I had to be fast. After an hour, I finally came upon the house, but the sun had almost set. It was still deathly quiet. I walked in and I tried to see if I could remember something, anything. I turned on the lights and went upstairs. There was nothing unusual, but as I looked around, nothing sparked a memory. 
it just felt like any other house. I opened the first door I came to, but it was just a simple bedroom. It looked like I hadn't been slept in for months, in fact. Well, if not years. The next room I came to was the bathroom. Nothing special. But then the door at the end, it just wouldn't open. It had been locked. I looked around and pulled up the carpet, checked a nearby pot behind the radiator, and just in case there was a key or anything, but nothing. So instead, I just started kicking it. Each one doing little damage, but making quite a noise. I started to feel anxious about who could perhaps hear me. Maybe that creature that wandered the corridors beneath this very house. Perhaps whatever other dangers I'd not even laid eyes upon. But then after a couple more kicks, I felt it start to give, until the door swung open and there, in front of me, was a room full of papers and photos and documents covering the walls and floor. In the middle of the far wall was a big yellow piece of paper with a large question mark on it. Splayed across it were photos, notes on other yellow bits of paper, all sorts of information, and all connected via pieces of string, so it looked like a web with a spider in the middle. Yellow spider, I thought. This was the yellow spider the voice had described to me, that it pointed me towards. My head started thumping again, and I remembered. I did remember standing here before, with Graham's, and she was talking me through something, but what was it? What was it that she was saying? I looked at the photos, and they were mostly of me, and what must have been, well, my twin. What had happened to him? There were maps with notes written all over them, areas marked out with thick black borders drawn on in pen, entire lands just marked in red with danger on them, and there in the middle of one of the danger areas was a crude sketch of the tower, the tower that listens. I didn't want to touch anything. This had obviously been meticulously put together, but it was clear that Graham's had had trouble finding any common ground, any method in the madness. She'd still been investigating, her and perhaps Dewbridge, but looking around, there didn't seem to be much of a result. I'd definitely been here before. I'd stood at this very place and looked upon these notes. And something outside caught my eye, out in the darkness. From afar, I saw flames rise in the distance. What was happening out there? Bang! I didn't move. Someone had entered through the front of the house. Maybe they'd seen the lights and come looking. I was sick of running and hiding. I was going to see who it was and confront them. I walked out of the room and at the end of the corridor I noticed something strange, something different. It took me a second but I realised that the light must have gone off downstairs or been turned off. The corridor now led to a dark hidden staircase. I hesitated. Did I dare go down there? What would I find? Would it be worth it? And as I began walking, I heard some strange noises, animal-like. Was it the monster from the tunnels? Had he come up into the house? No. No, this was as if someone was, was searching for something. As I started walking down the stairs, fear started to grip my heart with its icy fingers. I didn't know what I would find or see. 
or even if it would be real. I know you're here, a male voice bellowed out from downstairs. Show yourself. I took a breath and slowly walked down the stairs. There, I could see, in the lounge, there was a tall man throwing his arms around, just smashing whatever he could find onto the floor. Come on, he shouted. Then he swung round and I could see, it was Michael. He looked at me, fearful actually at first, but I tried to remain strong and unmoving. Here you are, he said. He told me I'd find you here. Who did? I asked. My father. He said, he said to find you here. And he was slurring, although focused in a strange way. This didn't seem like it was alcohol induced at least. Hmm, well, here I am. What, what do you want? I want the secret, he said. Um, what, what secret? I asked. Michael then threw his hand into his jacket and whipped out a gun. Don't play games with me. The secret. The secret to... To live forever. Like you. Live forever, I said. Someone's been tricking you. Filling your mind with nonsense. Nonsense, is it? He showed me things. Things I never even thought possible. Michael was in a frenzy. He was manic. And, okay, who, who did? Who showed you? My father, Michael said. He showed me. Hmm, Mr. Tearley. I said to myself. And Michael waved the gun again. I want to know. I want to know how to live forever. Michael, I... I... Look, he said. I'm dying. It's cancer. That's why I'm back here. That's why I wanted to come home. They told me there was nothing that could be done. That I needed to find find peace. But it's you. You're the answer. It's fate that brought me back. No, I'm, I'm so sorry, Michael. I don't know what to say, but please, just put the gun down and let's talk about it. No, Michael shouted. He warned me you'd use your tricks to get inside my head. Tell me what I need to do. How I can... How I can stay alive. Michael, I said to him gently. I don't know what he's been telling you. Or what magic tricks that he's shown you, but... I don't have any powers. I'm just a normal guy, like you. I wasn't sure how true this was myself anymore, but... I needed to calm him down. Please, he started sobbing. Please, just help me. Just tell me what to do. And there in front of me, Michael broke down. The gun was shaking in his hand, now just vaguely pointed in my direction, rather than straight at me. Michael, listen. I can't help you. Then from within his eyes, I saw a rage rise up. Fine, he said through gritted teeth. And I guess you have no use to me after all. And then he straightened out his arm with the gun pointing directly at me. In that split second, I shut my eyes, expecting to feel a bullet pierce me somewhere. But instead, I heard a loud thump and a clatter. I opened my eyes to see Michael on the floor, 
Standing above him, a man, clothed in dirty rags, torn, muddy, and a grey hood falling over his face, a bloody knife in his hand, dripping, dripping onto the floor, and he was panting, hard. Thank you, I said, I think. And then the man, staring down at Michael's body as he bled out, slowly looked up and pulled back his hood. And there, staring back at me, was myself. I just want to say a thank you to all the people who have donated via Patreon this week. You can do so yourself at patreon.com slash anewwinter. You can follow us at Twitter at anewwinter or you can email us at anewwinterpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen.